Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Jenny. And this is Have You Heard Of. It's the podcast where two best friends finally hold each other accountable for all those pop culture recommendations we keep giving each other. This week, it's Jenny. It's my turn. It is my turn. And we'll be talking about Step Up to the Streets. But before that, Emma. Before that, we're doing a spotlight swap where I talk about what I'm really into. And this could change. I don't know. But I have had a hankering since the pandemic last began, first began last March, to rewatch Ugly Betty. And it was not available to stream anywhere. And then today, I am all caught up on 911, my other recent watch. And I was like, Disney Star, what do you have to offer me? And they have Ugly Betty. So I just rewatched the pilot and had a really good time. Um, it's from 2006, and so I have no idea what will hold up and won't, what won't, but I also, mm. like, I, I love America Ferrera so much. Um, I will say the one fun thing from the pilot alone is that by today's fashion standards, Betty Suarez is very hip, because she, like, rocks up mm. in, like, super colorful, lots of accessories, thick brows, great curtain bangs. I was like, Betty Suarez would crush, not curtain bangs, she's got full front, like, front blunt bangs, but I was like, Betty yeah. Suarez would crush it in 2021. But in 2006, <sighs> it was a different story. Um, but I'm really excited to dive into Ugly Betty, because I never actually, I watched it all through middle school. But I never finished it because in its last season, it got moved to the Friday night death slot, which is like Fridays at 10. And I just, nobody watches TV on Fridays at 10 and it was before streaming. So I just never Ah. got caught up. And so I I have no idea how it ends. I've never watched Ugly Betty. So I have no idea. All I know is that um, she works in a fashion company and she doesn't have great fashion. That's all I do. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's got it does like some really interesting and I would say like really bold for 2006 plot lines even if their their casting choices don't hold up, but mm. it is a show with a lot of heart. They tried a lot of interesting things in 2006. Also executive produced I believe by Salma Hayek and I love Salma Hayek, so that's nice. Ah, you should let me know how it goes because I I like looking back at older TV shows, like, just to see the cultural impact that they had that I was not involved in, even though I was alive during the time. Like, listening to podcasts where people reference stuff, assuming that I know, and I'm like, I don't know. I know, and I really like the cast of Ugly Betty. Obviously, America Ferrera has been doing a lot of great stuff, but I, I need to look up what the rest of them are up to. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about The Streets, the Step Up 2 film. How does, okay, how do you, what choice do you make with the spacing of the title? Is it Step Up to the Streets? Is it Step Up to the Streets? Step, step up, up to, to the, the streets. streets. Yeah, okay. like with a pause, like okay. Step Up 2. They're the not stepping streets. up to the streets, it's Step Up number 2, okay. Oh my god, I didn't even think that. Step Up to the Streets, like they're stepping up to go to the I streets. Know. And I don't I, think it's supposed to be like that. I, I just don't thought, think so. Okay. But I love that, though. Thank you for... Stepping wow. Up. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, this film is the sequel to Step Up. And We're jumping this... into the middle of a franchise again. Again, right? Man, I... I know a lot of times, like, sequels or, like, another movie in a franchise, like, a lot of times people always compare it to the first, or a lot of times there's this perception that it's not as good as the first but i tend to really like the second movie in a franchise like my favorite lord of the rings is 
the two towers. Oh. Uh, my favorite parts of the Caribbean is the second one. Like, what? I You're saying two things that are really jarring to me. I don't know a single person. Like, I know lots of people who like the two towers. I don't think I know anyone else who's the two towers is their favorite Lord of the Rings movie. I definitely don't know anyone else whose favorite movie is Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Yes, I just... I I thought the first movie was very piratey, and I thought the second movie was very Caribbean-y. Caribbean-y. caribbean I don't know, but I liked it. I really liked it. Because um, I think for me, like, I yeah, I'm a big fan of, like, people coming together in, like, a beginning, but, like, I also like when things are established, and we can really get into it. I know. I'm like, let's just skip all of the exposition. Just throw <laughs> me in, coach. Exactly. Um, I also just really appreciate this. Is I feel like 2006 is the time where franchises were also like, do people like characters or do they like ideas? Like we talked about this a little bit last week with Machine Impossible, where they were like, oh, we'll just introduce new characters aside from Ethan every time, or like Fast and the Furious, also which we talked about mm. before, um, where they were like Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, um, and so this is this, I like that this subscribes to the the franchise model where it's same premise but switched. But Switch, yeah, so in 2008, which was, we were in grade nine at the time, nice. so we were in middle school, well, it depends on where, how your school structure is, but I was in middle school, and this, as far as I'm aware, if it's not the first, it is one of the first DVDs I've ever bought for myself with my own money. Nice. I used to be in dance lessons as a kid. I used to do like hip hop dance for a while and I just, as you've heard from past episodes, um, I have a lot of opinions on different dances apparently. Um, And even though my favorite staff- I do recall. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm getting better. Uh, But I am a big, like my favorite style of dance is like contemporary, but then close second would be like hip hop and like street dancing. And whenever we did hip hop dance in gym class, um in middle school so grade nine was high school but i Mm. remember doing hip-hop dance classes in middle school and it was like the gym teacher from the high school come over and teach us and i was the person who was like i can't do this and then i would just sit down (laughs) (laughs) i would just just... be like i don't want to participate and i would not (laughs) i i love dancing and i'm not good at it but i just like to move around and it's they really express it really well in this film of, like, dance is also similar to music, a universal language. Like, being able to move and express yourself through movement and feel the music go through you. And um, this movie specifically is based off of street dancing. And what street dancing is, is um, what originated in, like, the 1970s. And it was when groups of people mainly... Um, Latino and African-Americans would go in the streets to dance because they weren't welcomed in dance studios. You should watch The Get Down. Oh, I have watched like the first, like I think three episodes, but it was during a time in Netflix when there was so much that I just didn't have time. And I was like, oh, but I need to get back into it for sure. The Get Down. I mean, I've only watched The Get Down once now, like five years ago, but I love The Get Down. Yes. Oh, and it's a sense of like community and it's also, it's, it was described as vernacular dance, so it's, like, a natural, like, it's not necessarily taught, like, in the structure of, like, all the other types of dances. It's just, like, you move with the music, and, like, it's more creative and imp- and improvised, and 
exciting because of that because you don't know what they're going to do like if you go and see like a ballet you know most of the moves already just how they put them in the specific order but with street dancing you're like they could do anything and it's so exciting i really like in this movie like when they do their first kind of failed debut it's (gasps) it is about like not just moving in unison but moving together and like finding yes. ways so that your bodies can interact with each other without just doing the same movements. Exactly. I, and I, I would like to take a dance class again. I did not participate, as I just said, in dance classes when I was younger. <laughs> I took a ballet class a couple years ago and was like, I just like wiggling. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I sometimes would go to like, like to do it with classes mm-hmm. or like for like Zumba or just like dance classes, like those types for exercise. Um, but also, like, with this day and age, a lot of the times, if you want to go dancing, it's clubs, and I don't want anyone around me. So, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just, I, I'm a big fan of the indoor dance party, and it's been really fun, and it's a lot of just, like, jumping up and down a lot of the time, but, like, I, I can't do what they're doing in this movie, but I like pretending that I can in my head and just being able to move my body with abandon. I just punched my wardrobe. <laughs> Okay. I was actually going to ask you what your relationship with, is with dancing and like how, like, do you have a history of dance or like what does dance represent for you? Um, I really like line dancing. We did do line oh, dancing in middle yeah. school and high school for like four weeks one time. And I did enjoy mm. that um, yeah. because that I am someone who was like, I need steps that are not complicated. And I know line dancing probably can get very flourishy, but I was like, I can grapevine. And if I mess up, I can at least still continue to just move sideways. Um, I never did dance classes. Like even our school, like did really limited dance. Like I, I, I am not a dancer at all. Mm. Um, but I do love to dance. Um, even if that just means jumping up and down a lot. Um, yeah. I know. I, <laughs> I really like, yeah. I guess I don't really have a history. I just am remembering one of my friends uh, sitting in her living room while she tried to teach me how to dance. And I was like trying to move my hips. And she was like, how can you just, like, she's like, no, you need to do. And just like her physically trying to move my hips and be like, why do you have so little mobility? And I was like, <laughs> because everything about me is very uncomfortable right now. But if nobody's around or if Rosanna by Toto was playing, then I can unleash oh. the beast. Well, exactly. And it's also, like, there's a reason when some people are like, oh, this person has, like, two left feet. Like, it's, some people, it doesn't come naturally, but I think dancing as a whole is natural for, like, just moving your body, but in a, in a pleasant-looking way is a skill and an art form. Yes. <laughs> for sure. It's really difficult. I was going to say, did you perhaps notice who the director of this film was? I did. Uh, my <laughs> second note is John M. Chu and his motherfucking good eye. <laughs> yes. Um, I really like John M. Chu. I'm really excited that he uh, directed this and that he has just continued to... Uh, I think improve as a director, but also just, like, grow in popularity and demand as a director. Yes, for those who don't know him, he did Crazy Rich Asians. He's done... He's doing In the Heights. A very important stepping stone between Step Up and Crazy Rich Asians is that he also directed the much maligned and much beloved by me, 
uh, movie, the Gem and the Holograms movie, which I think anyone who watched Gem and the Holograms, the animated series, rightfully hates because it has nothing in common with the program. (laughs) But um, I did had no such knowledge and I went to see this movie and clapped a lot. And then also Kesha was there. So it was a great time for me. (laughs) Really happy I saw it in theaters because it was only in theaters for a week and a half before it got pulled because it was such a bomb. But I remember I'm, you telling us to watch it, and I still have it. I know. Maybe for this, actually. Maybe yes. we'll do a John Chu double feature. I feel like it's not streaming anywhere. Um, my one attempt at a personal Twitter is, like, I was visiting a friend, and when we went to go see this movie, and then she had work the next day, and I made us Gem in the Holograms Twitter. <laughs> Which oh is, God. like, I and I, like, I was very bold and on vacation. I was just, like, tweeting at the main cast. And I think they were just honestly so shocked that someone actually liked the movie that most of them tweeted me back. That Twitter is now gone forever, which is probably for the best. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that this was his debut, his first ever full-length feature film that he directed. That's cool. Did he do any other step-up movies? Or just I, this one? Not that I'm aware of. I didn't look that far into his IMDb, unfortunately. Uh, his first collaboration with Harry Shum Jr. as well. His second being Crazy yeah. Rich Asians. And hopefully one day we'll get a third because Harry Shum Jr.'s character in Crazy Rich Asians is so great. And I want to I meet him officially in the movies. I also have not seen Crazy Rich Asians. I tried to see it like a couple, like a month ago and I couldn't find it anywhere to stream. Oh man, so I, I actually it. own it because before, I think it is available to stream on Netflix or somewhere now, but before it was, I bought it on Cineplex because I wanted to watch it with my mom one nice. Christmas. I really so want to watch it. I just Yeah, it's really it. good. Oh, it's it's uh, a delightful rom-com. Anyway, the, the I, so I own this movie, so the, I watched the special features a couple nights ago and he's just so excited that it's his feature film and like he's done some short films before but this is his full feature I didn't know it was his feature that makes me really happy yeah and he has like a dance background too like he has a dance crew and like he has such an interesting eye for talent and he was just very he was young at the time and a lot of the crew and the cast were young and so they really appreciated like working with him and how he was fun and exciting and um, they liked having that dynamic on set. And I was like, oh, my God, it's exciting to see, like, the beginning of which now is one of the biggest directors of all time. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm so excited for In the Heights. I'm so – I really hope that I can see it in theaters. Uh, apparently, he's also signed up to do Wicked, the movie. Oh, that's exciting. That has been in development for so long. Yeah. But I feel like if In the Heights is successful, he he could make it happen. Um yeah. This, okay, we're going to do a brief jaunt down memory lane, and then I promise we can start actually talking about the movie. But I did have one other memory. This is like a time capsule. I'm sure dance crews, I know dance crews still exist, but like yes. this really took me back to like 2008 when people were like really into the concept of dance crews. Like Jabberwocky yeah. shows up in this, and I was yes. like, whoa, haven't yes, thought yes, about yes, them yes, in a hot yes. minute. Yeah. Um, but it also reminded me, I think I've told you about this story before, but not on the pod and not with the context of what instigated this but one time when I was in grade eight my middle school did go full mean girls where it was like very divided between two friend groups and like it was it was intense I was not aware of what the conflict was at all because I was off in my own little world but it did end with all of the girls in grade eight being locked in a classroom together. And so we could talk about our feelings led by our very, I'm sure, overwhelmed male math teacher. 
Oh, um, no. And we all had to sit in a big, because he had a really big classroom, so I guess this is, I, this is also, like, when my middle school had div- gender-divided classes. Oh, so it was yes, like I from yeah. yeah. Anyways, but we all had to sit in a circle, and everyone got a piece of Lego, and you were only, if you spoke, oh. you had to put your piece of Lego in the middle, and then you weren't allowed to speak again, so, like, you would only speak once. And I remember getting to my turn, and I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't remember what I said. I was absolutely the girl in Mean Girls who was like, I just wish we could all get along. And yeah. Rainbows. Yeah. Like, that was me because I was, did not know what was happening. And part of it, I later found out, like, the conflict was that two different friend groups had tried to start dance crews and there was, like, <gasps> animosity between one stealing the other's choreography. Oh my, oh my god, it's also like, bring it on. There was so much, I know, and I'm like, I'm sure there was other drama that I'm not aware of, but this was part of it, and I was like, I'm still so at sea, I was so out of it, I was not involved in this at all, because again, I did not dance. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, wow, yeah, it's, this movie really talks about the the sense of community and how things such as like, dance crews and stuff can bring people together, but also... At what point is it? At what point is competition healthy and that it's challenging you to improve and grow your craft and connect with people? And what point is it competition yeah. of like, I'm not interested unless I'm the best? Exactly. And also like, I'm a huge fan. No surprise of like found family or like. This is groups. every week. We're like, I just really like that they're a found family, that it's about the families you make. Every every one of our picks I think we've ever done has been like, I just think it's nice that they're friends and they love each other. Uh, right? And like, it's so funny because in the beginning of the episode, I was like, I like when everything's established already. And this is not. <laughs> like, the realm of what Step Up is has been established, but not this context. And... Yeah, this is a movie, was one of the movies that I always brought with me, like, in the case, I have a little slip of paper that says Jenny on it, so, like, when I moved, like, everyone knew it was mine, like, I, like, in university, so this is one of my non-negotiable, like, if I had, like, a stack of, like, 20 movies, like, this is one of the movies that I would bring, because it, like, reminds me of, like, my childhood, and just my excitement for creativity and dance, and... Yeah, so I was, I texted you before we were, like, yesterday being like, what was your thoughts? Because I, as someone who's watched this movie a lot, I was like, I don't know if it's good. I don't know, because I've just seen it so much. And, like, some parts I'm like, okay, but some parts I'm like, yes. I know, there were some parts where I was like, this doesn't need to be a big deal, everybody. You can just (laughs) calm down. Yeah. Um, But, you know, again they're teens i also talk about a lot how teens are dumb and they should be allowed to be stupid and these teens are and i did not realize until i was doing research that like i knew this movie was from touchstone and summit and offspring production companies sure it was it was distributed by disney oh i I wonder if it's on disney plus it's not okay I think I checked, and I don't think it is. It isn't, because I watched it through definitely legal means. <laughs> I definitely paid money to watch this movie. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, before we get into the plot, I just want to quickly talk about another element of this film that I love. So there's, like, the dance element of it, found family element of it, but the soundtrack of this film... When Get Low started playing, I was, is it called, no, it's not called Get Low, it's just called Low. 
It's called Low, and it premiered on this movie. If you look what? at the music video, it is for this movie. It came out before his album, so it was, yeah. History was made. History was made, right? Like, oh my god! Plays pom poms played the way I are, which is like every single time we would like warm up for volleyball as a youth, that would be playing. Like the soundtrack, I'm like still whoever does the mixing from Low being a step up to original, it should have been nominated for an Oscar, <laughs> right? It's I think I think the soundtrack ended up um, the soundtrack got to number one on the top U.S. soundtracks. And I think five on the Billboard 200. Like, this soundtrack is just so good. And it's it's also, like, an element of history. Like, you're saying, like, Low came from this? Like, I can't envision, like, a school dance without Low playing. <laughs> this um, is another reason why I used to hate the concept of dancing as middle school dances that were 45 <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> In our school long for no, you? No, actually, there were probably, like, two periods, but it was, like, our last two periods of the day were the dance, so I guess it would have been, like, 90 minutes long, and it was just Our dance terrible. was so different. Ours was, like, at night, and for, like, three hours, and at least, and I remember it was always a scandal because, like, I would wear a skirt, and I, I don't wear dresses as a kid, and I was like, I have to wear a skirt, and I hated it. I felt so uncomfortable in it, and I was just like, but I have to do it for the element of dance. <laughs> Anywho, okay, the plot. Plot, 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 plot. So, this film um, is, the main character is Andy. I looked her up because, Jen, you, I, I, I think you were right to text me to get a feel for what my opinions in this movie, because it could have very easily gone a different direction. Um, yeah. But I am, I watched this and I was like, I'm so mad that, like, obviously Channing Tatum, Jenna Duwan is still a working actress, but like Channing Tatum was really the breakout star of Step Up. Yeah. And I'm very sad that uh, this did not happen for, I don't even know what her name is. I looked it up and I forget, but the actress who plays Andy, like she's gone on to be a screen queen. She's been in a Brianna lot of horror Evergreen? films. Ever, Evergreen? Um, yeah. And then she's like, but she's like not even in horror movies I've seen. So I was like, but she's really good because her she has a, a voiceover to start the film and it could so easily be really treacly and trite and she's mm. very compelling i also just love the sound of her voice like yeah. the huskiness of it and they said when they were casting like they went they found dancers who mm-hmm. were also actors so like all of these people are incredibly talented and yeah i don't know why this didn't like take off as much because the movie was still it did really well at the box office like it was it was like this the budget was 17 million dollars and it made over 150 like and you said like the soundtrack was a huge hit but i just think like this was it was not a star vehicle for her it was more about the dancing not about even like andy's the main character but it is more about the crew so she's not as elevated as like jenny tatum's character was yeah exactly and so the the idea of this Tyler. is that um, there are different dance crews. She's part of one group called the 410. And they, um, it the movie starts out 
with a with a bang with all of a sudden they're on like a train and they're doing like dance moves i hate things like this so much like i i respect it but i am that person who like i have not fully perfected the look away but i will just be like let my eyes slide out of focus and be like i respect your physical prowess but i'm just trying to go somewhere please get off of the subway <laughs> yeah it's like that john mulaney bit when it's like oh a guitar oh another guitar oh, oh no. no i know i just i could be on the train one day and someone's like foot swung by me and i was like okay <laughs> i mean as someone who doesn't live in a big city i'm like ooh, exciting but i feel like if i did i'll be like i just need to get home Let me get i'm home, just trying please. to get places <laughs> um and so the main premise is that she has been skipping out of school. Her mother's passed away, so she's being taken keep, care of by her best, her mother's best friend. And she's played gone by to- an actress from the HBO show The Wire, which my, this is my father's favorite television show. Oh. So she came on screen, and I was like, Kima Graves! <laughs> um, uh, happy she was getting paid. She's very good. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, you're going to move to Texas with your aunt, because I can't. Like, this is not working. Mm-hmm. And then Chang Tatum shows up and he's like, yo, I can get, we, if you go to dance this school. Dance battle. Dance battle with trampolines. Very trampolines. scary. Very cool. I know. They were bouncing. He, he literally jumps out of his shirt. I was like, please, somebody put Chang Tatum in a musical again. Let him dance. <laughs> Let him dance. Hail Caesar was oh. not enough for me. Also, speaking of, like, when he, like, takes off his shirt and goes down, he still has a shirt underneath because he takes off his sweater. But, okay, this movie, the amount of times people are shirtless or their stomachs are showing is, like, astronomically large. <laughs> like, pretty much every single person in this show you have seen their abs. And I'm like, you know what? Get it. It's great. But I'm not used to usually that. Like, sometimes, like, in a Marvel film, they have, like, the one person. But it was legit, like, it was like every single It's person. like how Fast and the Furious does the booty shot. It was, this movie was nothing but abs. abs. Yeah, nothing but abs. Abs, abs for days. Absolutely. And then, so she gets into MSA. And, um, thank God I never, like, had, like, lunch tables and stuff when I was at school. Like, people just, like, sat on by their lockers or outside so we never had like that dynamic of like you sit here you sit there and then we meet my favorite character to no one's surprise (laughs) to no one's surprise we meet moose (laughs) oh i love moose and what could also be a recurring segment of emma decides which characters in these films are gay moose is gay (laughs) oh he has to yes Yes. Um, I mean, he seems, he's so endearing. He wears a bucket hat. Again, very fashion forward. He would fit yep. in very well in 2021. Yes. And he's a sweetie. He, he's like my favorite types of characters. It's like the, the funny, nerdy, um, and he's also just so good at dance. He's like known for being in Step Up. Like he, I think he's in three other Step Up films. Oh, as the same character? Appearance. Same character. Nice. Yeah. So he is known as Plague Moose. And, like, his dance when he's, like, on the stairs, it was always, like, so smooth. And we'll get to the end dance because, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. But, yeah, so we meet Moose and he's like, let me show you around all these things. And then, um. I, and, yeah, I really like how, like, the first one is, the first step of a movie is, like, can this ballerina girl learn how to do hip-hop? And now it's, like, can yeah. this hip-hop, I, I thought that this movie was going to be, can this hip-hop girl learn how to do ballet? And then it was just like, no, she doesn't have to. <laughs> yeah, like they do, they like do it a little bit, and then they're like, nah, that's not what we want. 
no, never mind. No, we're going to bring you out to the streets. And yeah, and she meets Chase, who is the brother of the the dean. Is it the dean? The director. The de- director. director. The director also. I watched it and I was like, I don't know where this man is from, but this man is not from America. Because every word he says has the weirdest line delivery. I'm like, did you learn your lines phonetically? Yeah. He says words so strangely. He is English, and I'm sure he's a perfectly fine actor, but you could tell he was like, I don't know how to do an American accent yet. He, he almost, is he British? He is. Okay, because I sometimes he says something like, wait, is he British? And then he keeps talking. I was like, oh no, he's not. But that definitely sounded British. But his, <laughs> his lips are moving so hard at all times. He's, he's trying his best. And I think, like, for Moose is my favorite dancer, but second to that would be Chase, because a lot of the montages of his dancing, like, I think he, like, the combination of, uh, like, hip-hop and street and also contemporary, like, matches into one, and those are all my favorite. I'm like, yes, just, like, how it flows, but also, like, hits it really well, and I'm like, oh, this is just so aesthetically nice for me to look at. It is. I am also just looking at my notes. I want to jump back to Tyler Channing yes. Tatum again for a second in that um, one thing I really like about this movie is like obviously like the whole premise of this movie is that she's been having a really hard time since her mother died. And yeah. so like the, the Sarah, her guardian, is trying really hard but is at sea and is like, you're not responding to what I need. I need you to go to school. Like this is this yeah. is their conflict. And I really like when Tyler shows up and convinces her because Andy has to audition to get into MSA. Yes. And so Tyler is able to get her an audition and is like, but then has to go to Sarah and convince her to like give Andy one more shot. And I just was really moved with like Tyler being attached to his old neighborhood and working and like knowing all of these kids and him like going to this woman and like she's having a really hard time. This And so I just find that like really earnest and seeing like how hard we talk about, we also talk about like how important it is to see parents trying or like guardians trying even when they're not when they don't know what to do. I think this is also yeah. a recurring theme for us, but, like, seeing Tyler reach out and, like, just having people in Andy's life advocate for her so hard really got to me. Yes, what he's, like... But, like, she can put her passion in what she's doing and she can do it there because it'll be different. And you can see he's, like, really... Like, he not only cares for her, but you know that the community cares for him, so his word and what he's saying has value. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, like, back to Chase. So she gets this audition, and Chase is watching and, like, doesn't really have any input because he's not a teacher. I got briefly worried that he was a teacher at the school, and I was like, no, 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 no. But then it's his brother, and I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, but I, I, I just like, too, where Chase is, like, recognizes her talent and knows that it's not the style that they, like, it's not ballet. It's not what they're used to at MSA. Yeah. But he's he, he convinces his brother, the director, to admit her based on the, like, she has all the technical skills. So yeah. she's... She's good. It's good. And when he's like, I thought you said you could train anyone to be the best Ooh. dancer. Ooh. Like, show me then, brother. Um, and, yeah, it's... I, <sighs> Wielding male ego for good. It was, it was yeah. well done. Yeah, so um, she... Because she's going to the school and she has to do lessons outside of the regular schedule because she needs to train... Okay, I actually, so the director is positioned as the antagonist of the movie because he's, like, really anti-dance crew. Also, in 2008, is this what we were worried about? Like, they're like, these dance crews are violent. They're dancing on subways and it's they're causing property damage. And I was like, they are tagging. Yeah. This is fine. I was like, really? Yeah. This is what we're but, like, I, 
And so, obviously, later on, we'll get into it, like, the director does do some things that I think are, like, way too extreme reactions, but he's also right to challenge Andy. She shows up on the first day, and he's playing different songs for everyone, and it's like, dance to the music, I want to see how you improvise. And he purposefully gives her, like, a very flowery classical piece, and she yeah. just does her usual hip-hop dance, and it's really funny, and he's like... And it's not that he doesn't think her that style of dancing is valid. It's that he's like, you are not doing the assignment. I know you can do that. I need to see how you interpret the music so I know how to teach you to do other things. And she doesn't do it. And so he's like, you're going to do after school classes because you need to learn how to do this. And like, you need to learn these other techniques and it will make you a stronger dancer there as well. And so I understand that she's really frustrated, but I was like, this is a lesson you need to learn to improve your craft. You need to have these foundational skills. There's definitely an element of like, yes, you have to learn and to adapt. But I'm also like some of the dance moves she was doing, like were actually on the, like the second time he played mm-hmm. the music. Some of it was on beat. Like, yeah. I think so. Like she wasn't completely wrong she's on beat, but she's like not re like, and I think she's not if, taking it seriously. She's not taking it seriously. Yeah. So it's like, she's doing it on beat, but I'm like, you know that this is not typically like, it's like ballet yeah. music. And so like, you can still do hip hop, but like you need to move you it's about how dancing is also a form of storytelling, yeah. which she's not doing in that moment. Which is something that's throughout this thing of, like, the director being, like, dance is a way to, to exp- say something, to express mm-hmm. something. What do you have and to say? Exactly. Um, so because of these lessons, she gets kicked out of her crew because she keeps not going to practice it. Overdramatic. Overdramatic. The four one, it was so overdramatic. And also, just that, like... Her friend is mad because she's been covering for her and lying. But I'm also like, Andy, why did you just not say, I'm at school? She keeps lying and is like, oh, I was just running away. Or I was here. I was in the back of the room. I had to babysit. I'm like, Andy, just say, you are at school. And it's like the the leader of the dance crew is very, uh, my word, my word, the high word. Yeah. Um, Tuck, yes, thank you. So, like, he, he, as soon as he finds out she's even going to a different high school, he kicks her out. So he would have kicked her out regardless. But I was just like, it doesn't need to be like this. Also, I will say that it took me until, like, this happens fairly early on in the movie. And I cannot believe, for some reason, I didn't think she was going to form her own dance crew. And so when that happened, I was like, oh, of course that's the plot of the movie. Because <laughs> I knew, obviously, there was going to be tension of, like, her getting kicked out of the dance crew because of her commitments to mm. MSA. But for some reason, I thought that was going to be the third act conflict. Of, like, she yeah. then she gets kicked out of the dance crew and like, has to earn her way back in. So the idea of her creating her own dance crew, I was like, duh. Okay, so I have two thoughts for two things you said. One, um, I feel like, yes, like, Tuck being super pissed and, like, kicking her out. I was like, okay, like, if everyone was just communicating properly and expressing it, but I also feel like there's more, like, subcontext of, like, Tuck's her going way to, like, too a... possessive and, like, yes. jealous. It's so uncomfortable. Yes. And, like, I'm, like, are they upset because she lied? Or are they feeling insecure because now she's at this level, at this place that is, like, a position of, like, wealth in a way? Yeah. And, like, so I think, I think it's multi-tiered of, like, they're mad at her for going to this private school and being like, oh, are you too good for the streets? They're mad at her missing yeah. the class and being, like, seeing that as proof. But then there's this third level of, like, Tuck individually being like, you're talking to another boy? Yeah. And it's yeah. really freaky. Yeah. Okay, my second thing was, I'm really excited you didn't see that coming up, that they were going to make your own dance crew. Because it's true, like you were saying, they could have just done the exact opposite for Step Up one to step up to mm-hmm. but they didn't 
Mm-hmm. Right? They could have easily done that when it's like, oh, she does this. No, they kind of changed it a bit. They're like, no, we're going to make our own crew. And I love when it's like, oh, like, how are we going to make our own crew? And then there's the montage of all the other members joining I in. I know. It's I like, was like, of all of the movies you talked about, I did not expect this to most closely align with Logan Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love the that element of, like, a band of misfits coming together. Being and friends. Being friends. And just joining together. And then you brought up the fact of, like, they joined a crew and like, let's go see what's about. And then they, they flop miserably. But one is because like the mute, like the music, like they couldn't go with it. But behind the scenes is so great because all these people, these actors are incredibly good dancers. And they said it was the hardest thing to film because they had to be bad and they didn't know how to be bad because they're good dancers. And so they kept changing the music on them to make it so to actually get the honest reactions of like, okay, we're going to like, okay, we have to switch it and do this. And they said like their biggest fear is like being a dancer and performing people booing at you. And that's what they had to film. I know everyone at this club is so mean. And I know that like, that's the expectation. And like, if you're, if it's your friends who are booing you and like, that's your dynamic. But I was like, all of these private school kids do not know what's happening to them. And so they get like kicked out and then um big props to Missy. Okay, Missy is my second this character is gay. <laughs> oh, oh. Maybe at le- she's at least bisexual. Yes. 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 Um, umbrella gay. <laughs> this yes, character is yes. not straight. No, no, yes. Um and like so she also Missy also has from- my favorite line of dialogue in the whole movie, which is We'll get to it. Okay, um, and <laughs> I'm excited. And so she quits the 410, and then so she joins the crew, and she's like, oh, like, you didn't lose respect. You just got to do, like, a prank. And this is partly, I'm like, I love this montage. I can't stop laughing at it, but also I hate pranks. So I'm like, I'm so conflicted. I was like, this is why I don't they do pranks. They also escalate the prank. They also yeah. do commit crimes. <laughs> they do commit crimes. And I was like, and don't, don't prove the panicking newscaster right by committing crimes. Yes, exactly. And Sorry, I just that love... seems very, I, now I feel like a wet blanket, but you know, I'm afraid <laughs> of the law. I, I love how you can tell exactly where this is from. Like they talk about MySpace, they talk about YouTube. There's, okay, she's the phone. It's like a flip kick, a sidekick. She's sidekick? got the phone that flips out also. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And um john the director was even saying that like he was inspired by youtube and myspace and people posting videos of them street dancing Mm -hmm. and inspired this style of this movie i know this movie's a little time capsule it is um my second favorite line of dialogue is when they bomb at the club and one person just yells garbage (laughs) it was so mean (laughs) everyone's booing and one person really loudly just yells garbage at them yeah, sometimes um, you gotta get straight to the point. <laughs> and then so like, but yeah, Missy shows up. I wish that the the other friend Felicia had also shown up and like gone. And I understand mm. that they have to have the like friend who's tired of covering, but I was like, I want the Felicia redemption arc as well. Um, but one thing I wanted to highlight about what makes Andy a really compelling character because we don't get a lot of insight into her life, even though she is ostensibly the main. But she she's not upset. She knew they were going to bomb. She's like, we're not ready, but she lets them go because everyone else wants to go. And then they bomb and they're all devastated. They're like, we're a joke. We can't do this. 
Um, they're totally moping. And even before Missy shows up, she's just saying, no, we knew this was going to happen. We lost our respect and it's a battle. It's a conversation. We have to get it back. She's tough. She's not quitting on the crew. And then Missy shows up and she's just like, see, now we've got someone else. And it's really good. I just, I just remembered that. I was like, oh, it's distributed by Disney. There, someone yells at them as it is in High School Musical. Do you remember that? I, I was do. Like, oh my god. Faithful. I wonder if that was like an after effect that they put in. Um, yeah, and so like, she's been through a lot more than these other like, different situations, different experience that she has tough skin. And I, so after the prank, they have that, like, a quick little moment of the when they're dancing. The prank in question is that they break into Tuck, the jealous 410 leader's home, and hide a fish in his vent. They did commit a and e They did. They did. I mean, yeah. I mean, they could have just did the whole when they, like, he, they followed him around and started dancing behind them with him out noticing. It was like, that's great. That's funny. When they do the fish. But it's great because they have a shirt that says Tuck you on it. And then they yeah, also, like, oh, they say that so there's a new see. fish in town. And that's why they put the fish. I was like, hmm. Is that a what? phrase? There's a new fish in town? Is that a phrase that anybody says? I think says? so. I think so. Okay. <laughs> I assume so. Um, a new fish in town. Oh, so after the prank, them. then they we go into this like quick little scene, which is one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie of like, they're in the studio and it's like black and like it's dark. And so it's only like really like black and white you can see. And they're dancing to the song bounce and it's like the breathing and like it will, it's them practicing for their final dance of and i to just work together and not just oh, with one another just the sound of it just makes me so happy and it's just like oh you can just tell that they're like excited and come together and it's like yes and then they go to one of my favorite things ever when they go to the um missy's mom's barbecue and her <gasps> lawn or, like, her backyard is aesthetic goals. Is a dream. Missy's mom is an nah. absolute angel who accepts, like, 20 unexpected guests into her home. <laughs> but we, okay. So we also have a character named Sophie who we have not previously discussed. And she's chased the, like, male love interest yeah. boy. Uh, she's yeah. the, like, prima ballerina of the school. And I just yeah. thought to myself, my one wish for this is that Sophie isn't a mean girl. And it's actually a surprise that, like, her and Andy become friends. And she's not jealous of Andy for being close to Chase. And step up to the streets delivers. <laughs> where Sophie shows up at the school where the dance crew is trying to secretly practice. And she's like, what are you doing here? And they yeah. lie. And she knows they're lying. They're like, well, we're actually going to a barbecue. And then she just invites herself also. Love yeah. Sophie for doing that. So bold. At this point, she's not friends with any of these people. And she nope, just comes. Nope, nope. Sophie is my third. This girl is not straight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, at this point, is anyone? No. but this girl especially i like i just yeah um but i really like her she's really cute she sets up at the barbecue and everyone is dancing and someone goes up to chase and she's sitting next to chase who is her ex-boyfriend and it's like oh i don't want to steal you and sophie's just like no we're not together it's fine and i was just so i breathed a huge sigh of relief and we can talk about the barbecue you want to talk about the scene i'm like so right no this is my favorite line which is uh, plot device, plot device, plot device. Missy also has a hot cousin she wants to set Andy up with. He yeah. has no lines. He is irrelevant, but Andy does get dressed up and she puts on a little sundress. At which point, Missy turns around and says, Ooh, Miss Thing, you got titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And yeah. that really yeah. accurately captured how best friends talk to each other and call oh. one another. Ooh, this thing, you got titties. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I know. I Also, Chase, bit- wears an, uh, Chase shows up wearing a backward baseball cap. Fine. The style of the times. It did make yeah. him look like he had the largest ears in the world. <laughs> uh, it's, Sorry to that man. It, it's so fun. Like, and then there's the the lady that goes to Chase and he's she's after she asks like, "Are you dating?" She's like, "There's like, it doesn't matter. It's just a dance." <laughs> it's like, so nice, and everybody just has a fun barbecue. This song is also fun. I don't like Robin Thicke, but this song is a, is really fun. That's Robin Thicke. Yeah. Cool. I'm drinking at the same time. Apologies. That's okay. Um, and they just dance, and it's like just the way like the they move to the music and pop and dance. Oh, I wanted to give a shout out. I don't know if I have already to the choreographers of this film. Ooh, I don't know who they are. Tell me um, more. Tell Jamal me more. Sims, uh, Nadine Hi Hat Ruffin, and Dave Scott. Mwah. Thank you for your service. great job. So good. So after we're like, yeah, this is fun, exciting, and then we get to the third act. Because we have to. We gotta Obviously. get there. This movie moves at a clip. This movie is a tight hour, 42 minutes. Yes. We've got places we gotta move to be. Forward. And so someone finds out that Chase was like at this dance. He gets beat up because like people are insecure. Because people and... escalate things very quickly in this film, but that's drama. And there would not be a film otherwise. Yeah. I'm not gonna criticize it when it's for the plot. It's it's exactly. dramatic. This is the world that I'm in. This is the world that we're living in. And they also go and like they trashed the um they trashed the, the school, and I was like, they put yeah. a fish in your house, and you caused serious property damage to an institution. Like, also, I just think yeah. that was a bad move on Tuck's part. Like, if he had trashed even Chase's house, Chase probably wouldn't have pursued it, because he would have known it's a retaliation, but when you trash a private school, yeah, there's gonna be follow-up. But I think it's also, like, they wanted the follow-up of, like, they graffiti stay off the streets, so, like... They didn't want them to come back. I just think it was really like, reckless of the 410 because I think the 410 could have made their argument about like, hey, they just beat up Chase and like they could have, they could have targeted, not that I want them to, but they could have targeted our <laughs> dance crew in different ways in a yeah. way that like was not almost guaranteed to have negative blowback on the 410. Like the 410 could have yeah. gotten jail time for this. Oh, for sure. For sure. But also like, there's no recording of but them again, doing the plot, it when the, the other one the film. has recorded they have recording of them going into and breaking into someone's house. So, like, I feel like it would go, like, a sue, counter-sue. Yes. It would be a whole thing. Um, and so Andy gets kicked out because she takes the whole blame for it. And Princess. so this, the the crew has been disbanded. She's so defeated. And then it's like, sad... I already gave her a shit about how tough she is and not quitting. And yeah. then she's just so defeated. And it says a lot of, like, yeah. I was foolish to think I could do something more than what I expected of myself. And I just want to hug her. That sucks. And then it's so sad when, like, Moose goes out and you see him look around and all the crew are, like, sitting at their own places and all sad. I'm like... I know! I was just... You're not the breakfast club. You can still be friends. Right? And I also... We didn't really mention it before. Like, we did say it's, like, a band of misfits coming together. But I love, like, this person works for, like, the yearbook. This person is the stud coordinator. They're not people who are in the dance program. They're people who love to dance but are, like, even Moose himself is a lighting designer. Very exactly cool. Cool. it's all sad and they have this fundraiser that they they're all at and andy has to pack and move and then they get the text because you don't know when like the streets like the official event will happen until the night before and then they all get this text from missy that it's on tonight at eight and they're like look at their phones and they're like it's not worth it and then chase is like no it is worth it and everyone starts like leaving like yes they also leave without 
without Moose, though, which I thought was really mean. And yeah. I know that it's so later Moose can bring, like, Moose and Sophie can go, and they're very cute. I really enjoy yeah. their friendship slash romantic interest. And then they yeah. can also bring the director so he can, like, see what, and do they, yes. does their squad have a name? I don't think so. Their squad should have a name. It needs a name. I'm not smart enough to think of one right now. We'll see if I come up with anything in a couple minutes. And it's like, I know, for again, for plot reasons, you need to have someone there to bring the director over, but I did. I was insulted that the crew left without Moose. I know. Well, I think it's because all the other ones were in the lobby and stuff, mm-hmm. and Moose was like, you could see he had, like, his whole lighting. Like, he was bu- he was busy. I don't know if he got the text. They're doing, <laughs> like, this is the other thing, is that there's, the, there's a big fundraiser for MSA, so yeah. you know, you know it's going to be on the same night. Oh, of course. It's very High School Musical, high as they referenced before. Um, and so they go, and they watch, and there's, like, a couple crews, and they're all dancing, and then the 410 dance, and it's really cool. And then they have, they're going to dance, and they're like, no, you can't come. And then Andy does a speech of talking about, like, what the streets are really about, and it's not about what you have, or it's not about what you got, but it's what you make of what you got. It's about and, community like, you know, action and solidarity. We're all here because we have this thing we do. We dance, right? Being a part of the street used to mean much more than just turf or power. It was about bringing something new to the floor. And it shouldn't matter what we wear, what school or what neighborhood we're from, because the best part about the streets is that it's not about what you got. It's what you make of what you got. I don't care how you felt leading up to this. If it was all leading up to this final dance sequence, it is happy for me because, my God, I sometimes just YouTube this scene because I just love their final dance number. It's in, it starts raining and I just <sighs> and also in my bed. Behind the scenes, the director's like, yeah, I was trying to think of something. This is like kind of gross. He's like, I was thinking of ways to make like the final scene interesting. I was at, I think it was his cousin's place and they just had a baby and the baby was peeing everywhere. And then he thought, rain. <laughs> that was his inspiration? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Take it where you get it. And the music's bounce starts playing. And I just, like, it's, the song bounce itself is like, Man, but the way they use it in this film and like the way they mix it with other music, it's just that like I love the the way when songs have like breathing in it and like you can really show that through dance or like oh oh god it was just it's so fun and Moose is in the center for the beginning and it's great and they keep moving and it's dark and it's raining. I, just, and... I, I do like how we do both of us gravitate to our own favorite characters because I met Moose and I just thought I know why Jenny, through the years, loves this movie. I know it's for the dancing. I know it's for the plot. But I know it's also because of Moose. Because he is a sweet, kind character who was a good and supportive friend. Who was then supported by his friends in turn. And then gets his chance to shine. This is the moment also. No matter my feelings towards Dear Evan Hansen, I will always love Ben Platt. Because when he sings at the end of Pitch Perfect, I am very moved by it. It's that that energy. Yes. And... You can see, like, the 410, like, looking, and, like, some of them are, like, whoa, they're actually really good, and some of them are, like, like, how dare they, and some of them are, like, impressed, and they're, like, okay. You can see Felicia be, like, oh, I I was hard on my friend, she needed my support, and, like, they yeah. need to have a good talk about why why Felicia acted the way she did, because Andy was putting a lot of expectations on her, and then Andy needs to be, like, but this is what was happening in my life, they need to have a real heart-to-heart. And exactly. it's kind of, I see this movie, and I'm, like, this friendship, we can rebuild. I just love when, like, the underdogs come together and they perform and they're good at it and they let their art form 
show show it and they don't need to say anything they just need to do it and people are impressed and excited and then like of course they do such a good job and then there's the iconic kiss and the director was so excited about it. he's like this is my first iconic kiss they actually won be like mtv movie best kiss that year for that oh, that is one of my favorite awards i'm so yes. thankful for the mtv music awards i love the best oh, kiss right. award the other award they won was Teen Choice Drama Movie. They won that nice. as well. It is very good. Teens! Um, I Teens. know. Because in one of my earlier notes from the barbecue, they have like a cute flirtation at the barbecue where she's helping take down the lights and he goes to help her at the top of the tree and it's like, oh no, this is really high. And it's cute. And, but I did make the note, this relationship is going to last eight days. Like, I am <laughs> queen of sappy romance. I am convinced if they are together in a movie, as far as I'm concerned, they're together until the end of time. But I watched yeah. this movie and I was like, they They'll be together for eight days but then they had the good kiss and i was like they'll be together for four months i will upgrade it i will upgrade they my have... estimate yeah i don't think they'll last forever but i do think they have a really interesting banter towards each other when it's like oh what are you like matt ma- like a major like in boy bands he's like yeah yeah i'm top of the class like they just have like a really I good know, banter. they razz each other it's very teen but yeah, so that step up too. We're running out of time. So Emma, what are your final thoughts on the, the final film? thoughts were okay, we've been doing this for over a year. Fucking wild. Absolutely <laughs> blowing my mind. What the what the heck? Oh my gosh. Um oh my but God. I was like, of all of the movies that you've recommended to me, I should have looked at all of them actually, because now I can never I should have written this down. They're all in my head. I feel like this one I can absolutely see myself rewatching, specifically with you. Like I don't think I'll show it to other people, but if you were like, Yeah, I'm watch step up to the street, I would say, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Um, which is I think a lot of things we say a lot of time I won't watch this again unless it's with you but like this is one I would recommend to watch with you I think we would have a really good time Um, and then I would try and I also like I would try and dance and then I you would just love me for it yeah yeah I yeah so I, I I saw step up at a like school overnight trip on a projector like on a screen I have literally no memory of step up at all beyond like a cultural awareness of what it's about. So as yeah. far as I'm concerned, this is my first real introduction to the Step Up franchise. Yeah. And I think they're also making a new one. I think so. Or I there's think... a Step Up TV show now. Yeah. I just, I like that the Step Up franchise is eternal. I, I agree. And yeah, this movie definitely is a staple of my life of where I was at that time. And not only for, like, my interests, but also, like, just how things are shown in the film. And I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Again, like, I was looking through things. I was looking through my collection. I was like, Emma, have you seen this? you seen this? I was like, have you seen this? And you're like, no. And I was like, let me watch it because it's been a while. And I don't know how it holds up. And I was like, yeah, it was fun. So I'm going to show it. And I'm glad you it. It was a good it. time. Yay. It was a good time. I know. It's been a while since we've had a, a real stinker <laughs> on either of our end yeah. for either of us, so... Maybe I'll think of something particularly rancid to show you. Next week, come on. Do you have a challenge for me? I do. I have a really quick challenge. I I had a bunch of ideas of what I wanted to do, and then like I couldn't find anything for that or something interesting that I wanted to do. So, what I time is complicated. That's how I'm going to start this activity. Don't I know it. Time is complicated. And so I looked up um, an article for Insider called The Most Popular Dances. And so it named a bunch of different dance styles that were popular on a particular year. And I was wondering, I'm going to name a couple. And I have a challenge for you is to put them in order from the oldest to the newest. 
okay. <laughs> because, like, with dancing, it changes and evolves and changes. And, like, the streets is a fairly new type of dance style. There was a swing revival in the 90s. <laughs> and, again, these are when it was popular. Does it mean this type of dance style was invented then? This is what it was like that year it was very popular. Okay. Okay, are you ready? There's only three because yes. we don't have a lot of time. Are you ready? I'm going to name three. Put them in order from oldest to newest. Some are easier, some are harder. Okay? Okay. Cotton Eye Joe dance, the moonwalk, and the single ladies dance. This is the easiest That one. goes moonwalk, cotton eye, single ladies. Yes, 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 yes. Good job, good job, good job, good job. Yeah, so um, moonwalk, for bonus points, do you, do you know 86. what any of those came out? Or were most- 86? 83 for Moonwalk. 83 for Moonwalk, yes. Cotton okay, Eye Joe? Okay, then Cotton Eye Joe would have been 2004? Nope. 1997. Oh, closer. 1996? Nope, what more? 1999. Oh, no! <laughs> 1990. Is this good audio? I'm just yelling numbers. <laughs> 1995. <laughs> okay, and then Single Ladies would have been 2009? 2008. Same year that this movie oh! came out. Yeah. I should have trusted my instincts. Okay, second one. When, again, not when they came out, but when they were most popular that year. Um, The Chicken Dance, YMCA, The Hokey Pokey, and The Macarena. Hokey Pokey, Chicken Dance, YMCA, Macarena. Close, but no. Chicken Dance, Hokey Pokey, YMCA, Macarena. No. Um, Hokey Pokey? Yes. Macarena. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Wait, okay, chicken dance, okay, so Hokey Pokey's first, and now I have the chicken dance, the Macarena, and... YMCA. YMCA, okay, so then Hokey Pokey, YMCA. Yes. Chicken dance, Macarena. Ding, 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 we have a winner, we have a winner. Do you know when the Macarena, like, the Macarena came out? 1994. 1993. Very close. Damn it! But I used to have a People magazine I read religiously that was like a special edition best of the 90s, and I knew the Macarena was in that. I thought the Macarena was way older. Like, way older, and it's not. But also, the Macarena was most, it came out then, but it was most popular in 1996. So, which means it's older than, or no, Cotton Eye Joe is older than the Macarena in like that context, which is bizarre. Right? Okay. The final one. More modern dancing. I'm ready. From oldest to newest. The Dougie, Dabbing, and Flossing. And for extra bonus points, please tell me the years. <laughs> Dougie, Dabbing, Flossing. Yes. Correct order. Do you know what the years? Dougie is 2010. Yes. Uh, dabbing is 2015. Close. 16? Yes. And Flossing is 2019. 2018. 2018. Good job. Good job. I could see you going back in time. Like, when when was I with kids and when were they doing When did this? I start doing this and why do I still do all of these? <laughs> Yay! Good job. Yeah, I just wanted to be, like, a really quick quiz this time, but I had fun. I love quizzes. I had a fun time. Um, I, I had, like, a bunch of other ones, but I was like, I'll just make it three. But yeah, dancing is super cool and is always evolving and is always excited to see what is new and fun current favorite dance song to dance to three two one go the song that i like to dance to a lot right now is called working for the weekend by max specifically the remix version of it it's so fun 
so so catchy i'm just like in my office the whole time it's just so fun how about you three two one go a similar answer we talked about this off off air already but my a band i really like is called tread kelly they're a canadian band who's one of their lead singles is a song called i hate work and when you see them live so you can look this up on youtube as John Chu would want you to. Um, and they do a mashup of working for the weekend with I hate work and it's a yes. great time. And it just involves a lot of jumping up and down, which as I said, is my favorite kind of dancing. Wow. Me and Emma are going through work's shit. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that or the Venga bus song. Those are my favorite songs to dance to. All right. Thank you. That's a podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find us on Twitter at Hi Ho Podcast. You can find us on Tumblr at Hi Ho Podcast at Tumblr.com. You can email us at Hi Ho Podcast at gmail.com. You can also listen to music playlists. We did a song of um, other songs I really like to dance to, which is mainly just Bitch by Meredith Brooks and songs that sound like Bitch by <laughs> Meredith Brooks. Because <laughs> we've been going through it. So, like, this movie is a time capsule for 2008. If you want to experience lead singles from 1995 to 2004 that I am only getting into now and that Jenny has always liked and is now introducing me to, you can find us on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter. There's links there. It's a really good time. Yeah. And remember to like what you like. Your opinion is valid. As long as it's the same as mine. Bye, hun. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs>